Welcome to Running It Back, the lessons learned from sports podcast. I'm Mike Palmer, joined as always by Tarlin Ray. Tarlin, how are you doing on this fine day? Let's call it a morning. It's 646 in the morning. Yeah, but I mean, our listeners may be coming at this at another point of their lives. So let's have it be a little bit outside of time. Yeah, you know, it's, I'm doing fantastic. I have a quick story. I'm doing especially well. My wife, who I've known for 23 years, who I would not say is into sports. We were at a dinner last night and her best friend mentioned Pat Mahomes. And then her friend tried to quiz her and say, who is that? And she's like, oh, some famous blogger. So we had a moment where I do want to celebrate the sixth grade girls volleyball team that won the Pacific Basin League championship on Thursday. My daughter, yeah, on that team first ever championship in the school's history. The banner will go up in the gym, and it was the first time my wife experienced sports because in the volleyball game, understanding the rules, understanding the tension mm-hmm. packed on either side you're only allowed two spectators each yeah, per, yeah. per and so for games that have been going all year every parent was there on both sides mm-hmm. it's a team that we had lost to earlier in the season mm-hmm. uh, the couples were up 23 20 23 21 and lost 25 23 they got mm. height mm. it was the first time these girls had lost ever they ran through fourth grade year fifth grade was canceled right Took a loss mid-season, and now the two juggernauts win in the finals. And it was tense. It was tight. Girls made mistakes. Is there it, is there a documentary that's about the oh, launch? It's, about it's the, coming. It's, it's in development? Okay. Girls made mistakes. Girls made, but then at the end, my wife, after they won, because win or lose, I thought the girls played amazing. And she was like, that's amazing. And I looked at her and said, now do you know why I love sports? Yeah. And she got it. Nice. It's, it's teamwork. It's girls figuring out in the beginning of the year. It's just literally, it was like serve over. They can't get it back. Right. Or if they serve to them, it's one bump over. They, yeah. they had bumps at spikes. It was everything. So yeah. it was a moment in time for the Ray household. Right. Still not sure if my wife will then listen to this podcast. I was thinking, I, like, I was just, this, oh, did, are you telling me we picked up a subscriber? Like, I was not oh, yet. We okay. almost right. cuspy, cuspy yeah. subscriber, okay. subscriber, but that's, okay. that's, that's how I'm doing. I'm doing great. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Well, and uh, you mentioned Patrick Mahomes. So this is like a two-step maneuver I'm about to effect here. <laughs> so you mentioned Patrick Mahomes, who would have been part of the State Farm Bowl. State Farm is... Big from State Farm? Well, State Farm is Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. I love how you did that. We did this, practice that. We did practice? This is practice. Jordan Love's opportunity to step forward due to Aaron Rodgers testing positive as an unvaccinated, possibly immunized, but unvaccinated player. The internet may have broken. Podcasting is central to this. I I didn't know who Pat McAfee was. Now I know who he is. I don't know if I feel, I don't feel much better about that. And then Joe Rogan's influence, not to mention just Aaron Rodgers making our heads explode with a somewhat intelligent, but more confusing rant ramble that was prepared and opens up a lot of questions. I feel like I need to make good to Kyrie a little bit in this conversation. There's a lot of different 
angles for us to pursue, but we're looking for lessons learned. Lots going on. He lied. Is that the headline? Like he lied. And what happens when your leader lies? Where do you want to go with this? It's not very helpful, but if you do watch the Pat McAfee show, crazy punter back in the day for the Colts, AJ Hawk is his guest host. I guess Aaron Rodgers is on his show every Tuesday. Kind of like it. So he got the interview of all interviews, which is not really interview. It's Aaron Rodgers just with an open mic. But I challenge you to watch that show and not say to yourself, does Pat McAfee have unusually small hands? Just a challenge you right. to, but so I'm just letting you know that was yeah, a little sidebar, yeah. partially distracting. So I actually pushed, I watched it on my iPad, but looked straight ahead. Cause it was, I couldn't, it was a little off putting. So and which, which that immediately takes me to the end of blazing saddles. When Harvey Corman, he, he has his spoiler alert at the end of the blazing saddles, Harvey Corman dies in Grauman's Chinese theater, right next to Douglas Fairbanks's hands in the sidewalk there. And he said, how did he do such amazing feats with such small hands? <laughs> so did Aaron Rodgers lie? If you knowingly withhold information when you're asked a direct question and a guy, and we've looked this up who, according to, I've never seen this on a Wikipedia page, according to his Wikipedia page, yeah, he's one of the smartest guys around because when he graduated Pleasant Valley High School, this figure 2002, he did get a 1310 on the SAT and he had an A minus average. So yeah, a guy that smart. <laughs> Which is like around their GPA. It's like and it's like not amazing. It's it's great. It's wonderful. It's really good. But really good. But what's that? Put all that guns on the tape. You know, like, yeah. Is it a Phil Acklates? Would he have that somewhere? Just to make sure we can beat him that he's smart. He's but if you're that smart and you get asked that question, and everyone always says when Aaron Rodgers gets asked the question, he's answering because he's very pointed with his comments. If they ask if you're vaccinated and he says, I've been immunized, mm -hmm. he lied. Right. So he just has to own that. Is he now in the pantheon of great sports liars? I put him there. Yeah. Lance Armstrong, mm -hmm. A-Rod. Sure. Rafael Palmeira pointing his finger, mm -hmm. saying I, in the Senate hearing. So yeah, Mary Jones, we got a lot of liars. Right. We have a lot of liars, but had we had such a central, that's my quarterback, MVP of the league, trying to to get his spot on Jeopardy, which is another thing that I did want to make sure we spent a little, I still think some of this is Jeopardy bitterness. I'm still, I'm on the record, hashtag team LeVar. It's a whole nother thing to get it. Reading Rainbow, man. The, the, exactly. Reading is fundamental. But Rogers, our leaders. Rogers, he, he thinks he's smarter than he is, is my characterization of him. I think he is. He's smart, but he's, I don't know if he's the smartest guy in the room, but I think he's definitely the hippo, the highest paid person in the room. So his opinion, even as what, what does the hippo have to say? Yeah. And as I sit there, I don't care what the hippo has to say. Yeah. And, and he's the hippo in Green Bay and the, the team had already really lost control of him in the sense that they were 
having to work with him because he could always not play. He definitely was demonstrating that he wanted to play. So I think the team let him do what he wanted to do. And I, to me, that brings the question of at what point are you bending too much towards a diva personality, even if they are brilliant, to the point that it's detrimental to the culture and the team. And I would say the jury's still out. They were winning games with their quarterback operating under the Rodgers rules, just like Jordan had his own rules. This is more like within Green Bay's locker room. Aaron did what Aaron wanted to do. Aaron had more power in some ways than the front office. It was clearly his team and he was operating the way that he was operating and they were winning. Now he's going to miss a couple games. They have a good backup. Will he lose the locker room in this context? No. I don't think he will. So I think it opens up some interesting questions. Right now he's taking the heat. He said stuff, woke mob. What's going to happen to him in, as a public figure? I'd say Jeopardy is probably off the table in light of this press conference. It already was for other reasons. But he, was a close, he was a close seventh. I, I don't know if, if you read what the Packers are saying, and because I did my own research, and if you watch the whole McAfee show, yeah, and if you understand the rules for unvaccinated players, then there were no Rogers COVID rules except for one place. Right. So he's getting tested every day. Mm -hmm. He said he's getting, he's gotten tested 300 times. When as someone who's getting tested, according to him, gets a test and he has to sit in the car for 20 to 30 minutes and the test comes back. Vaccinated players can test and won't go right in. Yeah. He has special restrictions and he's on the road. He has restrictions on bye weeks, short bye weeks, restrictions in terms of distance from other players. He's mass while working out. Yeah. He's mass in the facility. And he also said he had to work out on the side. He works out on the side. Doesn't get to sit in the, the cool area. Yeah. Works out on the side. So the only place where he said that there were Roger rules were when he was talking to the media mm -hmm. for other unvaccinated players, Green Bay Packers would put those players on zoom if the media want to talk to him. But Ro Rogers as an unvaccinated player would not wear a mask in the media. And his contention is I'm unvaccinated, but I got tested. I'm negative. I'm in a room full of vaccinated media members. That's the only way that can be there. Yeah. I'm more than six feet away at times, 20 feet away. And I think it's a dumb rule. Right. So at, in my opinion, I'm not adhering to that. That's the one. That's his, act, just, that's his act of civil disobedience. That's his that's quiet heroism. We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. But that's the one Rogers rule. So if you're going to ding him for anything, ding him for being a liar. Yeah. And we'll get to why he said what he said, because he believes it's too politicized and the cancel culture and everything else. And then ding the NFL is complicit. According to some reports, they didn't know who the anonymized person was that was looking for, um, not an exemption, but things an alternate, but those are the NFL complicit, Green Bay complicit and Aaron with his own rules, but it's only in the media. Yeah. Although, the media. 
Yeah, although I would say the way I was thinking about the Rodgers rules is more if you had a problem with how Aaron Rodgers was responding to the protocols and how he was behaving as a leader of the team, even not being as public as he chose to be, there's no way you confront Aaron Rodgers in the locker room. That is his team. And if he's out there a little bit in terms of how he's handling his health. The other thing to note is he did, as a guy who's suffered from seasonal allergies throughout my life, and uh, this this segment is brought to you by Zizel, the antihistamine for 24-hour relief. Is that two Zs? I, I, but spelling there's no, pharmaceuticals. There's no, no good pharmaceutical drug doesn't have two Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Why? Oh my but, but anyway, the allergies. Side he, effects are. Keep going. He did, he did say he couldn't get the mRNA vaccines due to a couple of allergies that he has. And that then left him with Johnson and Johnson. And I don't see a Johnson and Johnson endorsement coming Aaron Rodgers way anytime soon either, because he did talk a lot about problems with that vaccine, which is, it is the, uh, the, I'm trying to think Shemp. Is it the Shemp of vaccines? It's not the it's not the A-lister. <laughs> For those who don't know, that was, a, that was a Three Stooges reference. So there's some interesting stuff. Also, he got into male fertility stuff about the vaccine. Really, uh, I guess it's worth, I don't know. I feel like it's cognitive dissonance. I already watched it, so I'm telling people to watch it because I had to. I feel like there is an element of we should be hearing alternative perspectives. He's providing an alternative perspective. And I think that may ultimately benefit the conversation. Who knows? I think it's going to spread some misinformation. Some people who were vaccine hesitant before are probably going to be reinforced by seeing Aaron Rodgers out there, depending on how this plays out. Looks like he's not going to be suspended. He'll probably get a small fine that I'm sure is fine to pay. And then he'll be back in a few weeks. And you know, he may miss only one game. Yep. But regardless... It's unlikely to knock the the pack off a playoff run and Aaron will be rested and ready coming back. So I'd say I liked Aaron Rodgers a lot more before this whole thing happened. I have trouble supporting him coming out of this whole thing, but in terms of his ability on the field and how that may play out with a run in the playoffs. Playoffs? That ultimately may go somewhere. I don't think he's really sabotaged his locker room. I don't think he's really set up Green Bay for failure. So I think if you think about it from the sports team narrative, the way he's threaded this needle is interesting. But I do think it sets up a, a stark contrast to Kyrie, who is not playing due to his public stance. and. Mm-hmm. To contrast that with Aaron Rodgers, who was playing up until this point because of his ability to avoid the controversy around this thing. We did just recently do a show on Kyrie, and obviously that story continues to develop. But any thoughts on what it would be like to play with Aaron Rodgers through this, whether you think he has the support of his teammates through this? Cole Beasley is another guy who took a lot of fire for his stance. But it's different when it is your quarterback, and it's different when the quarterback is clearly the leader of the team 
and also going through this controversy and discord with the front office. Fundamentally, every single person on that team knew that he was not vaccinated because he's following protocol. Yeah. So at some point, if he got COVID, then he'd have to do whatever you need to do to follow the protocols, which is 10 days. And he gets that last negative test. He will, the day before his next game, he'll be able to play. Mm -hmm. So if he had hidden his vaccination status, which you can't do in NFL, he said, did you have to wear some yellow wristband? Right. Then maybe that causes some controversy in the locker room, but he's got other players like Alan Lazard and guys that only 55% um, of Wisconsin, the state is vaccinated. So they're on the lower, on the lower end, the Green Bay Packers of total team vaccination. So I think it has no impact on his ability to lead the team and be a part of the team. I, I think it's a non not issue. I, I think does it does it galvanize the team then? No, I, I think it's just power. To make, he's our guy, and I think it continues to make Aaron Rodgers irrelevant. He's a great quarterback. <laughs> I I I think that the, his teammates love him, but it's unfortunate that we have to have a moment. He's making his own personal choice, but to listen to forty five minutes of him railing on people. The reason I say that is. Kirk Cousins. I thought you were going to go with Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, my Vikings quarterback, not because of his decision on the vaccine, but just he's terrible, that he got in a lot of controversy over the summer because of his stance on not getting vaccinated. He basically said, I have zero fear if I die. That he kept blew up. And then he had to retract and said, I, I sort of misspoke. He cares about people's well-being, wearing masks, washing hands, social distancing, following yeah. protocols. He even said he was frustrated that he was a close contact and had to miss four practices because the room was too small. Now they're in a bigger room. He said, I'll basically will put myself around plexiglass if it means I can make it and be available for all 16 games. Yeah. As a result of Kirk Cousins' stance, he lost a endorsement with a local hospital. And you know what we're talking about? Not Kirk Cousins. <laughs> right. Just right. go on, play, play your game. You guys are two and six. Team is not doing well. Give the ball to Dalvin Cook. He's on my fantasy. Give yeah. the ball assuming to he, Dalvin Cook. Assuming he's healthy. Yes. Sorry, that, that, yell. I'm so close to the mic right now. Kirk, can you hear me? So what I mean by that is if Aaron had answered the question, because if you listen, I think it was 37 minutes in or 42. I'm going to try to, I'm trying to timestamp so you guys don't have to watch the whole thing. He says the issue with the vaccine right now and whether or not you vaccine too politicized and it's controversy and people looking for a gotcha moment. But he said people aren't willing to have a conversation. He missed his opportunity to have a conversation. Kirk Cousins stood out and said, this is what I believe in. Yeah. Yes, there is a cancel culture and he lost Torson with the local hospital. Right. I think he'll be okay. So if Aaron Rodgers, one of the smartest guys in the room. We checked his SAT scores. I'm waiting for the official transcript from Pleasant Valley. Yeah. He should have then taken that moment because he has the mic to have a conversation about his own personal, but about the vaccine. Mm -hmm. Now, what he said is I shouldn't have to because it's my own personal decision, but you yeah. can't have it both ways. Mm. Yeah. So you can answer the question. I have not gotten the vaccine and the vaccine is my own personal choice. That's basically what he's saying. 43 minutes. 
Now, personal choices, you don't need to know about my allergies. There's things I'm trying to do. Sure. I'm trying to get a medical exemption. But this is, became bigger than it is because of the way that he chose to answer the question in the first place and for fear of cancel culture and everything else. But Aaron Rodgers has literally said, I don't care about other people. So why do you care about that? Just answer yeah. the question. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it might be that he would have had a rougher run. What he, what he did was easier for him to get to seven and one. And now he's dealing with the blowback while he's not playing. And the front office clearly had made a, a savvy move in acquiring Jordan Love in that he's available now to play. And he's playing a game that we're recording this the day before the Packers are playing the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes, also a representative of State Farm. Will Chris Paul or, or Clifford Paul be in the stands? That's a good question, which is a whole nother topic. There's like a State Farm version of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Alfonso Rivera is there. The thing that I wonder about, and this perhaps makes me gravitate a little more towards the political arena, is what's the culture like when... The top dog has a secret that no one in the outside world is supposed to know about. And how does that affect your locker room? How does it affect your motivation? And how does that then build some weird dynamics, which are similar to what we're hearing about the Washington uh, football club? It's not sexual harassment. In some ways, it's less of a big deal, honestly, than some of the other things we may hear about. But it is those inside this locker room have a separate understanding of the world around us. And I think it might build some cohesion, at least for this run. It still feels like he won't be back in Green Bay. His flirtation with Mike Tomlin, who also Mike Tomlin did something very meme worthy, which is a whole nother episode that we're not going to go into right now. But if you haven't seen Mike Tomlin's press conference, we'll be sharing that out the way he diffused questions about whether he would want the USC job. Definitely worth checking out if you haven't seen that. But I think ultimately he's going to leave Green Bay. He'll have a run in the playoffs this year. His public perception is going to be changed forever by this. And there's probably no turning back from that. And that may be why he wanted to have a little bit more of a run before this came out. But any thoughts on how that might affect the dynamics of the team and thoughts on how it, it could impact leadership when the leader lies. So hope Jordan Love has a great game. You wish for people that, that get an opportunity to play well. Aaron Rodgers will test negative. He'll be back the next week and the Green Bay Packers are going to go on a run. I think the way that we talked about this with the Andrew Wiggins moment. We talked about this with Kyrie. We talked about this in the way that Joel Embiid supported Ben Simmons, not really in the public. Mm -hmm. There are things that are happening in the locker room that are not clickbait moments that supposedly people knew about Aaron Rodgers' vac status for over two months, but did not disclose in the media because there wasn't anything there to get people or yeah. there wasn't a gotcha. Mm -hmm. So you could say, Laren, if you are withholding information with the media, are you doing that with us, right? As your team, right. that would be the only question. Mm -hmm. And I have to believe 
in direct one-on-one conversations that Aaron's having with the team and everyone else, everyone saying, that's my quarterback. What was withholding information to the public, he can't withhold to the team that he's working with day to day. Yeah. So that's why he's not going to lose the trust of the locker room. He's not going to lose their respect. And in the same way, it sounds like he supported unvaccinated players that are tested negative, but are close contacts. And so are out. People are, are I, I just believe, will rally around him. Devontae Adams, it seems, was a vaccinated player. So it creates this moment where, in the same way, he's uncertain about it and doesn't believe the vaccine is the do-all. He has players that are vaccinated getting COVID. And so it probably creates more empathy and he has not lost that team. Yeah, I think if anything, some of the, the in-group, out-group, cult-like at- <laughs> environments, when the, the big lie, whatever it is, needs to be perpetrated by the in-group, the in-group then gets even more cohesive in some ways because they do feel like everybody outside of this locker room is against us. Aaron Rodgers had been the golden bear, golden boy in terms of his perception by the, the NFL, how much he gets his comeuppance from Roger Goodell and others is somewhat dubious when you think about how he is in some ways among the chosen people. He does have his element of privilege. He clearly has not had his affluenza vaccine because there is an element to him just feeling like he deserves all this stuff. And also I've heard him referred to as Karen Rogers, where he does feel very wronged by the fact that he has to defend his position here. So there is a little bit of, oh, why me? Shout out to Nancy Kerrigan. What do you think about all that? Yeah, this is also someone who quoted Martin Luther King. He had written down notes, but then quoted Martin Luther King incorrectly. He feels wronged. He feels he's a man on island. These athletes are propped up on a pedestal. It makes them think that in a way everyone's talking about them. constantly talking about A-Rod, A-Rod, A-Rod. By the way, doing some A-Rod research, I found out in 2011, Alex Rodriguez lost in court and was no longer able to use the moniker A-Rod and Eric won that. Oh. So just, that's some deep, just so you know, he, right. he's A-Rod. There is, that's why he's, but, but he's, but he's not a Royd. He's a Vermicton. Right. So let's, let's talk about the big lie. We have guys like Alex Arias that have, and who did that harm? Did it harm his team? Probably all, everyone knew what was going on. He lost a bunch of games, tires his image, and now he's back. Like it's Armstrong. Everyone batted down the hatches and that was the big lie. It's interesting. People can always make a comeback. It's just the way that you, you choose to take the next step after you've decided to um, pull the wool over everyone's eyes. Yeah. To me, his decision when he has his own opinion about following rules and then him quoting Martin Luther King is when he says he has moral responsibility to disobey unjust laws, wearing a mask, medias, give me yeah. a break. Right. But let's talk about. Athletes that really taking stances, Muhammad Ali, Vietnam, getting sentenced five years in prison. Mm-hmm. We talked about Mahmoud Adurov, yeah. who refused to come out for the national anthem. Mm-hmm. Talked about Colin Kaepernick, who yeah. no longer has a job because of him kneeling. So 
it's just elevated in his mind to such a point where I fully believe he's not going to lose the team. Yeah. I fully believe though, because of how politicized it was that he just have the courage to say, I'm not vaccinated. Mm -hmm. It's your personal choice. That's right. And this is not a show of family members and others that have chosen not to be vaccinated. That's not what it's about. When you are a figure, you are a sports figure, a media figure, there are questions you're not going to answer. Mm -hmm. And you should know better, especially with a 1310 and an A- average, that the way you answer questions will come back to you. I look forward to the game on Sunday. I look forward to just this being out of the media cycle because he's still going to continue to be unvaccinated. He will be able to play the rest of the year. And it should not tarnish what Aaron Rodgers does in the field. I can't stand him as a Packers quarterback because I've been a longtime Vikings fan. Right. But he's a baller. Mm-hmm. But that's what he is. Yeah. And let him have his own opinions and let he and Joe Rogan go and use whatever they're going to use to immunize themselves. Mm-hmm. But I think where we get in trouble is wanting to play a game of chess with the media when it probably is best just to be forthcoming to start. And we probably avoid a lot of this, which is what Kyrie's doing. He's taking a lot of heat. And as you said, A-Rod, Aaron Rodgers threw Kyrie under the bus because he said, I'm not some anti-vaxxer, flat earther. But Kyrie's standing by, he's standing by his opinion. Just do the same thing. Aaron Rodgers, leader of Green Bay Packers, one day option seven for Jeopardy. And when your playing days are over, no one's going to be talked by A-Rod. He's right. just going to be living his life. Yeah. Yeah. It is really interesting to think about it also from a new media podcasting perspective. I do wonder whether mainstream broadcasting like Jeopardy may be off the table, but something like what Joe Rogan is doing, what uh, Pat McAfee is doing, it does feel like he's opening up lanes for his future career, but he also seems to have closed a lot of stuff off. I, I will be watching to see his performance, see whether the, the horse dewormer is any worse of an impact than what he would have gotten from a vaccine. We'll keep tracking this topic. Hopefully we'll be able to talk about things besides the vaccine and how players are responding to it. We did recently do the show on Ben Simmons, which is more just really the psychology of that locker room, what's going on there. Lots of stories bubbling up to top of mind. We're going to continue to try to find some lessons learned from this. Tarlin, as always, fantastic job by you. Thank you for your contribution. You're welcome. And for our listeners, thanks. For listening, visit us at Running It Back FM on Twitter, Running It Back FM on the interwebs. We'll be back again soon. This is Running It Back.